Hi everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hey Lily. Hi Sam. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. Yeah, feeling feeling okay. Feeling a bit perkier than I was at the beginning of the week. Are you ready to feel inspired this week? I am ready to feel inspired. Why is that? We've got a very special guest. I know we say every guest is special, but I think, <laughs> I think we've got a bit different this week. So we've yeah. actually got the general manager of UK. So our lady boss, that is Anna Hill. Hi, Anna. <laughs> Hello, isn't that lovely to be called a lady boss? Yes. I like that. You do. I was worried then. I was like, are we going to have to start again? <laughs> no, I'm very happy with that. I mean, I don't really like the title boss because I think we're all in it together, but I guess I am the boss and I'm definitely a lady, so that's fine. That's good. How are you doing at the moment? I am doing okay. Yes, I'm doing well, thank you. Considering, you know, there's a lot going on out there in the world and with our families and with work but I'm doing okay and I know we've kind of chatted with you um kind of internally through our virtual office as it were and you know it has been a really unpredictable few months so how have you been finding things over the last few months I know you've talked about your family um you know your son going off to uni recently and how that's kind of changed things up for you yeah, do you know what? It's obviously been a really strange time for all of us. And it's weird to think it's what has it been six months and in six months, so much has happened. Um, for me personally, I've got uh, two children, an 18 year old and a 16 year old. So we fell into that bizarre year of their GCSEs and A-levels both being disrupted. So that was kind of challenging for them both and awkward. And part of me doesn't know if they were secretly delighted they didn't have to sit exams or um, whether ultimately they would have preferred to do that rather than, you know, what they went through. But um, so we sat and went through that with them, um, which really didn't involve a lot because they had down tooled and uh, they were just kind of out and about really with, with a close group of friends in, in any capacity that they could. Um, and then Jack went off to university, so um, which I really struggled with. We're a pretty close family, like I know a lot of families are. And he went up to Nottingham um, in September. And um, I really missed him. And I think I, I struggled for two reasons. One is obviously, you know, him going and just physically missing him being around because we'd seen a lot of each other. But I think the biggest reason I struggled was it, it was just a sign to say that I was moving into a different era of my life and, and same for my husband we both felt it as in we're getting older it's going to be him and I soon yeah. uh, next life age. stage yeah next exactly next life stage so that was just it's just weird to adapt to that I think okay. um, but unfortunately he's back because you know university isn't as straightforward with this virus so he's back so seeing him a bit more um, and yeah just just getting on with that side of things trying to be a mum trying to adapt to older teenagers, them leaving home, trying to, you know, be a, a, a good daughter. I'm very close to my parents and elderly people at this time is a worry. Um, and my brothers. And then obviously my role at WW and, and trying to help lead a, an organisation that is going through a lot of change itself and, and all of our hundreds of thousands of members that we're trying to support. So really interesting times. Yeah. And how, how have you looked after your own health and wellness at this point in time? Because it has been strange and we've talked about it for weeks now because we're still in this sort of the unknown, I suppose. And um, that can affect people in all sorts of 
different ways but how have you looked after yourself have you taken up any new hobbies or anything in that time or have you been focused on work um yeah no I've taken up some new hobbies I mean I've always been quite into fitness but I've definitely done more so um I see a personal trainer once a week that I've been doing for two or three years now and I've now been doing her classes myself and sometimes with my husband at home in the garden um so we've been trying to do two of our own sessions and then we go to her once a week so definitely more fitness um the other thing I absolutely love is walking and I would never have gone for a walk we've got a dog so I'd go for a walk with the dog but normally for me I could only manage at weekends because of work and I've been trying to walk I think every day I would almost say five out of seven days Sometimes I love going without the dog because then you don't, don't have to be like calling it back and washing it afterwards. And I have been doing um, this basically, but on the other side, listening to podcasts. I hadn't listened to more than probably three podcasts prior to lockdown. Uh, this one obviously being one of them. And then I'd always listen to series and um, serial, sorry, not series and um there was another podcast I listened to, but suddenly I have now uh, opened my library of podcasts and I'm listening to brilliant content. So I can't wait to get out, go for a walk because it feels like a luxury having someone whispering stuff in my ear as I just, you know, saunter around. Yeah, that's that's a good way to escape, isn't it? That's pure escapism, taking your mind completely away from the day to day. So what's it been like? So I suppose we're going to sort of interrogate you a little bit what does what does a healthy lifestyle in terms of food look like for you what do you what do you do day to day with food is there anything you particularly like are you a foodie yeah I love food um so I um I think about it all the time um I wake up in the morning and I think what we're going to eat tonight you're and my favorite interview isn't it for WW like how much do you actually love food or you can't have the job yeah I, I mean it's well I just and, and do you know what I think we're all probably quite similar a lot of my friends are the same we talk about it a lot I, I yeah. need ideas otherwise we eat the same things you know five days on rotation which just gets boring so I love talking to people to give me new ideas of things to cook um so what do I do? So breakfast, I pretty much, again, I'm probably really boring. I have a poached egg on toast uh, nearly every day uh, because obviously I know um, from a points perspective, it's pretty good having an egg on toast. Um, I, my daughter has a yeast intolerance, so we're trying to eat a lot more soda bread. Um, so soda bread and a poached egg is my breakfast. I, again, have a very similar meal at lunchtime, which tends to be the couscous or or rice and then some salmon uh, and I love eating fresh uh, salmon and again from a points perspective it's really great yeah. uh, because it's either zero points or I put a dabbing of pesto or something on it and um, and I, I love things like the cauliflower rice and stuff and and the lentil pasta that actually WW got me into which is brilliant yeah and then yeah, and then in the in the evenings we eat probably pretty much what half the nation eats, whether it's spag bol, whether it's um, you know, uh, chicken casserole. Family uh, favorites. Family favorites, yeah, and we all take it in turns to cook. You know, the kids have got more into cooking. My husband cooks, um, so and you know we've got a little bit more adventurous. Definitely eating more vegetables than we used to. So we're trying to have a few days where we don't eat meat. Um, and you know, I love things like the vegetable chili and stuff that 
again, WW have taught me so low on points, but then the yeah. the uh, my husband and son will have it with mashed potato, which I find a bit bizarre, whereas my daughter <laughs> and I will have it on its own or with a bit of rice or something like that. So yeah, um, that's kind that- of, I'm, I'm quite a routine driven person. I eat quite similar things, but but I think about it a lot. And then I love things that like I love spice. So I put a lot of, you know, it, you can get those frozen bags of chopped chili and yeah. frozen bags of basil and frozen bags. Of, I mean, for me, that's a lifesaver and yes. garlic and things. And I just tip that chili packet into pretty much anything I cook because I love it to be spicy. Me and too. that really links in, doesn't it, to the batch. We've been talking about batch cooking a lot over the last few episodes because of our lovely batch cooking book that has just come yeah. out. And everyone's been sharing their tips and tricks around, you know, keeping food lasting longer, um, you know, how to organise your freezer. So I'm assuming you've got a nice little area of your freezer that is purely just for those herbs and spices, which is a great way to keep them, you know, going for longer. Yeah, definitely. So in the door of the freezer, it's full of chopped onion, chopped chilli, chopped herbs. Most of it I've bought, which is a bit lazy, but some of it, like sage, I've got loads in the garden so I've frozen that and it's really easy to crumble into uh, foods afterwards. My fridge is, I love my fridge. Uh, for me, the greatest pleasure I get is when I've done an online shop and the fridge is full. I feel like a yes. good mum. It's a really <laughs> weird thing. Is it? Me is that too. normal? Yeah, I love it. I could just stand and look at it because it's like, oh, I love that. All I love that organized. the kids are going to just go to the fridge and just see it packed yeah. with food. I'm like, oh God, that's nice. And then two days later, it's all gone. Well, it's all gone, but also they open the cheese and don't wrap it back up afterwards. Or there's a (laughs) half a tin of baked beans, which they could have put into a little plastic pot instead of leaving the lid off. And the dog food is sat on top of the (laughs) salmon. Dog food's the worst. I'm sure everyone goes through the same feelings about their fridge, which is, you know, something maybe we should explore that a bit more in a a future podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the other thing I love, and you guys know this, but... um, as we're developing our program, the fridge is going to play a bigger part in things coming up. And there's there's going to be this awesome tool that just helps you navigate food in your fridge and help you plan your meals and stuff. Because the other thing I absolutely hate is wastage. So at the moment on my fridge, I always have what food's in there, when the going off date is, and what meals I'm trying to cook um, so that I try and avoid wastage as much as possible. Um, and yeah, this really cool, uh, development in our app is going to help you as you both know, uh, come up with some creative ideas of how to use things in your fridge. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. If there are three things left in your fridge, we may well have a recipe for it. Absolutely. (laughs) I love that as well. Like as Anna was saying that for anyone that's listening, you know, I saw her eyes light up. She was like, I want to talk about the app. I want to talk about the app. (laughs) And I think that kind of leads in nicely to our next question, which is, you know, you've been with WW for over a year now. Mm-hmm. So much has changed. You've, you've led us brilliantly through a very scary, weird time. And it, it really shows when you talk to us how passionate you are about the brand, about our technology. So has it been what you've expected? Like, what are the main things you feel you've learned from it all? Oh, my goodness. Like this has been I've done, as you rightly say, Lily, uh, a year and kind of six weeks probably in the job. And, um, you know, it's 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 absolutely more than I imagined. I think what I didn't realize is that the support from a technology perspective was there. 
You know, we've got brilliant people that are building our tech. We've hired people from the very best, Amazon and Netflix and all these big companies to make sure that our tech is as good as it should be uh, and better than probably what people even expect it to be. Um, so that was quite new to me in terms of just how important that is for the business, for us to be digitally, you know, first. Um, so that has surprised me hugely. Um, the fact that we innovate all the time, you know, we're not, we've got a great program, you know, and I joined the program when Jack was born, so 18 years ago, and I went on it again when Iz was born. Uh, so I've been through Weight Watchers as it was there many times. So, you know, it works. There's part of you thinks, why do you need to keep improving it? But you have to because A, there are other people that come onto the market, which is good. Competition is really good. But also we need to make it easier for people to use because everyone's lifestyles are just so much busier mm -hmm. that they haven't got the time to flick through materials as they used to or to jot down points or we need to make it really intuitive for people. So I think the app is unbelievable. Um, and it's it's kind of what I say to people. It's a bit like it's annoying sometimes because it's a bit like this hidden secret. Once you're in the program and using the app, you go, oh, my God, it's like totally genius. But for me, there's still not enough people that know we've got this incredible app yeah. that helps you track food, helps you find recipes, um, inspires you with content like the podcast that you guys do. has got loads of fitness activity, mindfulness. Like it's we we. Actually, the, the, the best way of describing it is by saying it's five apps in one, because it is. It's got so much in there, more than any of the other apps that I use. Uh, we all use a lot of apps, but you often have to have two or three that deliver an experience for you, mm -hmm. whether it's news from one app, activity from another app, uh, inspiration from another app. But fortunately for us, in, in one app, you have all of that. Um, yeah. And then it's got brilliant things like the barcode scanner, which I know you guys knew about, you know, years ago when it was invented, but <laughs> I'm still playing with it a year on and I can't help but keep saying to people, just look, 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 look. And they're like, what? And I'm like, look, that's like six points versus that, which is 15. And it's, it's like having a bit of magic in your hand, I think, when you can just demonstrate how easy it is to find alternatives that yeah. help you lead a healthier life. So I'm absolutely loving the app, but I'm also loving the company and the people and the, as you rightly said, Lily, the passion of the people um, is quite amazing. The emotions, um, you know, people are proud as punch to work for this organisation and I, and I totally get it. Um, yeah. The one thing I'd love to do a bit more, and you guys might have ideas on this, is there are so many awesome member stories like Sam, you mentioned one yesterday in a meeting that we had about um, a member that you heard her story a year ago where she was struggling to have children because maybe her weight wasn't on her side. And she followed the program. You know, she got down to a really healthy um, weight for her, but also in a really good space mentally. Mm -hmm. And then she was able to go on and, and get pregnant. And there are so many incredible stories that are yeah. life-changing, that I would love to find new ways for us to tell because they're yeah, absolutely. In incredible. I mean, we have such strong members. At the end of the day, they are the ones that are turning their lives around, but we are helping them. Um, it's up to the individual member to, to do it, but we're giving them everything we can to help them succeed. And that's what we all love, you know. It's like, who wouldn't love 
changing people's lives for the better um and we all feel like we're in it together and we're on this sort of big mission it's almost to sort of put ourselves out of business isn't it to to get the nation healthy and um I think that's what makes everybody love being at WW so much um and it's genuine and we're all really supportive of each other and um yeah just going back to the to the app actually and you know we've been through this strange time and some people have felt quite alone some people's lives have ramped up depending what you know business they're in and it's all been a bit crazy but the app has also given people the community I mean it's kept the community so whether you have felt lonely or you have felt um crazy busy and you know you've got a support network out there but you don't have time to sort of engage in it that that having that app community our connect community um has been quite invaluable for a lot of our members um and you know i think it's just a great way for for being there for each other isn't it and it's good that we have it i mean honestly again the the thing that astounded me is when you get into connect i mean i'm on social media a lot and and my kids family friends are and particularly with teenagers, you're really conscious about the negativity of social media. And, you know, you can put up a really lovely photo of yourself and people can just be cruel and horrible. And, you know, it's 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 an unpleasant space. So I feel in two camps around social media. There is good, but there is bad. Mm-hmm. And when you get into our Connect site, genuinely, it's all good. And I think that's incredible to have a space where people are kind to each other, Because we all need in this world just to be more kind to each other, to say positive things, to help people feel more, you know, feel better about themselves. And it is a unique space for that. Unique, as I say that, the only other space where I felt it and genuinely is in the workshops. Mm. Um, So for me, the virtual workshops have been amazing. Um, I joined one in actually in Northern Ireland yesterday because I just wanted to hear you know, how how they ran their workshops there. And, oh my God, it was just so uplifting. You know, the coach knows the members. They had such great banter. They've got gorgeous accents. They were inspiring (laughs) each other. They all shared their stories of success or challenges. And, you know, like the, the members know each other and someone had to leave early and everyone wished them well for what they were going on to do. And, you know, it was like, it's, it's, a, you can't help but smile and feel like p- happy in a time when we all know that we're feeling incredibly challenged and unhappy to find a safe space, whether it's in Connect or in a workshop with like-minded people that only want the best for you is a really fantastic place. And I love the fact that we offer that. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about it before, Lily, haven't we, where we've had, you know, family members who haven't been able to see each other, yet they've ended up going to the same virtual workshop. Yeah. And one of them's up north and one of them's in London, you know, so, you know, they're getting to experience things together if they are members as well. So that's, that's yeah. well, I mean, for me, I had exactly that. So my parents live in Leamington Spa. Um, I live down uh, near Maidenhead. And in my virtual workshop, my mum and dad are, are members of WW. So dad joined the virtual workshop, the same one as me. And how nice was that for yeah. those times when I, I couldn't see him for, I can't remember how long it was now, eight, ten weeks. Uh, we'd always kind of wave at each other and, and smile and, you know, say, hi, dad. Hi, Anna. And then we'd get on with our workshop. And it was just like, honestly, it makes me really happy now just thinking about it. it and WW enabled us to connect. 
And we were proud of it and happy about it. It's really nice. And I think I saw one of our member ambassadors, I think it was Becky, who's been on the podcast before. She um, was doing a little video to her followers about her virtual workshop. And she's actually ended up joining one that isn't nearby to her. Um, and it's through a coach she met through Connect and things like that. And she was saying, I don't care what other plans I've got, Wednesday at seven o'clock, I am always keeping it free because I need that little moment of like sunshine and rainbows where I think it was Neil, her coach, and all the members that take part in that all just share good things that have happened. And it's almost like a no negativity allowed in that moment of the workshop. They they don't let anyone dwell on things that might not have gone to plan. It's all about just lifting each other up. And I just thought that was so powerful in this current climate where it's hard to make plans, it's hard to keep to a routine, knowing you've got that little bit of certainty and positivity to look forward to each week. It's just, you know, so powerful. And and I think you're right, Lily. And the other thing is, in, in the workshop I was in last week, which was a new one, so I try and join different ones to get different experiences and just see how it's all going. Um, do you go in disguise, Anna, or do you just let them know you're there? <laughs> oh, oh, God, I probably don't do it the right way. I just slip in. And, um, <laughs> um, but everyone's fine going. about it. No, everyone's fine about it. And um, the, But the, the lady that was talking last week was an elderly lady. And again, she said she was just so grateful because she, she hadn't been out all week. So it was the first group of people she'd seen was in the virtual workshop. And you forget there's a lot of loneliness, as you say. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily have big groups of friends or and aren't feeling confident enough to get out and about. To be able to connect with like-minded people that only have positivity to share is, is honestly, it's quite phenomenal. So, yeah, no, I'm, I've, I feel we're very, very lucky. We need to continue to make these experiences easier for people to find. It's a bit of a bugbear of mine in terms of, you know, how do I find my nearest virtual workshop at a time that's convenient for me? And how do I log in? And, you know, we've made it a lot easier, but we're planning to make it even easier so that you can um, access a workshop whenever you want. And also, really importantly, you can go to as many as you want. Like you don't just you can do what I do is hop around. You can go join three or five or whatever you want a week, which is, you know, I think great, great experience. I feel the same. I want everybody to log into the, the cook-alongs at the weekend because we have such good fun and we all learn so much. Um, it's just a nice little pick-me-up on a Sunday morning, you know, where, where I'm thinking, oh, what can I cook? And I might exactly. not cook it that week. Some some members do actually cook along at the same time, which is brilliant. I love watching them. Um, and But sometimes, you know, they might do it later in the day and then post their photos on to connect or or the next week even. Um, so yeah, we do we need to get more people um, looking at these groups. Yeah, we need them. to, yeah, we need to, again, I think just tell more people that they're out there. Cause I think, as we said, the problem is everyone's lives are, even though we're kind of restricted, our lives are busy, you know, whether mm -hmm. you've got children, parents, animals, you know, like you, you watch certain programs at certain times to try and kind of you know, get through and say, hey, we have a live cook-along at a certain time, you know, on a certain day. It's really hard to find the right channel to, to, tell, to people. tell people that you've got this stuff going on. So you're right. We need to get more people into them because they're part of people's membership. There's no added cost or anything. And you get inspiration. And, 
you know, and it's really fun watching someone else cook along. So we've all tried that when Blue Peter was big. I know we all <laughs> probably kind of did our own pretend I'm on a show and I'm doing a live cook along. And it's really fun to watch our our uh, coaches do it and do such a good yeah. job, but also have fun with it. I, I love it. Yeah, big shout out to the uh, cook along team and all the virtual uh, yeah, workshop coaches. Absolutely. They're amazing. Yeah. Um. So I suppose, you know, we talk about it all the time. We've been through this strange time. Have you um, felt that you've had to change your leadership style? I mean, we know as employees, don't we, Lily, that WW has been looking after us. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, you, you and the management team have all made choices that we really appreciate. Um, is, there, is there anything that you've had to change to sort of adapt to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think for me, what's really important at this time is just to be as honest with people as possible, because there's so much uncertainty around. So, um, you know, to be honest, and, and a lot of that honesty is around, we don't know, like we don't have all the answers, because we've never been through this before. So you both know, we've looked at opening the office, closing the office, opening the office. And, you know, at times I find it frustrating because I'd love to know what we should do. But I've also got to be realistic is no one knows what we should do. Yeah. And I think for the team to demonstrate that you're just a human being, that you're trying to do the right thing, but you don't know if it's if it is the right thing is is important. So for me to show honesty and and also honesty in terms of not necessarily knowing all the answers, but but in some days it's tough like you know I'm struggling at the moment because unfortunately my um, husband and son had coronavirus so you know I'm you know that's a worry for me um, fortunately both them mildly but you know you've got that going on and I've been very honest to people about that because you know I've got to have meetings and cover things off and then at the same time I'm trying to look at my iPhone to see whether there's an update on how my son's feeling or how my husband's feeling or whatever so Again, just being honest about what's going on in your life so that people go, well, you know, she's got a lot on. Let's be a bit more forgiving of, of her. Or when I've got it going on, I can maybe reach out to Anna and understand how she coped with it. So there's a lot around just being honest and um, approachable, which is terribly important. I think also being brave. Um, we have to make some decisions uh, which aren't always easy decisions. Um but they're necessary um, because for all businesses, there has been a real challenging time. We're very, very fortunate that we're very relevant. People are interested in their health and well-being. Um, and weight is something that is talked about a lot at the moment with regard to this virus. So I think people are understanding the importance of looking after themselves. And we've seen a, a big uplift in terms of people wanting to download the app, which is you know really terrific. But on the other side, we know there's a lot of nervousness about going into physical workshops. So we have to be aware of that and make decisions based on can we reopen, can't we reopen, and what do we do with that part of the business at this time? So being brave as a leader is something that's really important, but also willing to listen to other people's opinions. So as I said, I don't have all the answers and my team who are on the ground out in the field will know more about whether members want to go into workshops in the northeast better than I would so yeah. so it's good for me to listen to them and the social team you know that you guys are, are a part of and sit closely with they're watching sentiment all the time how are people feeling how aren't they feeling that has to be fed into how we make decisions so I think my leadership style has definitely 
changed, adapted, hopefully I'm making good decisions and I'm making probably bad decisions. But um, the most important thing, and this doesn't come from me, this comes from the, you guys and the leadership of the business in the US too, is everyone's health and well-being is so important. And I've worked at many places before and never, ever had people care so much from an organisation as I've had here. So that that's that's something really terrific that I'm also experiencing and, and very supportive of. No, I massively agree. I think the the amount of internal support that there has been with all the employees, whether that is, you know, higher up the ranks or globally or just on a local level, everyone's always checking, like, is there any more I can do to help? Is there any other ways we can communicate? I know Zoom fatigue has been a big thing in the news and we've all discussed it internally and how we can get around that. And I think it was interesting what you said, Anna, maybe this I'm biased because I'm in the social team, but um, about sentiment and what people are talking about and how they want to open up about things. And um, World Mental Health Day was obviously uh, the other day. And it was really interesting to see the shift just because of this year, I think, of how much people wanted to open up about quite deep and sensitive parts of their lives, maybe their history or their, their current situation. And a lot of our members were just so, again, it's that community feeling of the, the support for one another, but also just their bravery with it. And I know that um, you've done some interviews recently where you've talked about how important it is to be open about subjects like mental health, about menopause was one that you referenced before so i know it's menopause at world menopause awareness day just before this will go out so it'd be great to get your thoughts on those kind of subjects and what ww could do to support yeah i mean it's all terribly important conversation for us to have and that's why i think for us to be as open and honest about these discussions is really important um you know i've definitely had within my family mental health issues um and they've been, some of them have been quite extreme. And as a family, we've really had to, you know, work together to to overcome them and to deal with them. And they never go away. Um, they're there. And there's been really big lows. Um, and that's something that we, we manage. And I think most people, when I've talked to them about it, most families have had some experience of mental health challenges. And the more you talk about it, the more you feel that it's not just you or weird or unfortunate for you it's normal life is tough and a lot of people struggle and and for me the same and this is obviously a much more common one because all women will go through this but the menopause and I find it really bizarre uh, why people find it a challenge to talk about a bit like periods for girls you know having a 16 year old um, you know girls have periods it's not something you should be ashamed of or embarrassed about it's normal um, so for me to talk about those things, particularly the menopause, which is something that I've been going through. I don't know if you ever know whether you've gone through it or you're still going through it. But I started going through it early, like I think it was about 46. And um, it's been really interesting because my mum went through it. I laugh because my mum weirdly did a magazine uh, that went into GP surgeries. She was the lady on the front cover of the magazine about 30 years ago, I think where wow. she was celebrating how women should still be active when they're going through the menopause. And they asked her to get on a bike. And my mum's never been on a bike in her life. So we were, <laughs> I, I remember, I was only about 10, but I remember laughing so much as they were trying to get my mum on a bike for this photo shoot. But anyway, um, 
So, but we've talked about it as a family with my mum and stuff quite openly. My, my um, symptoms were you know, hot flushes, first thing, uh, and then struggling with sleep. You know, I don't struggle going to sleep. I fall asleep in the start of any movie that we put on, but I wake up in the night a lot. And um, so those have been, and, and definitely weight. I gain weight. Um, and I, I'm finding ways to, to overcome them. You know, I, I haven't chosen to do HRT, but I, um, I've i definitely tried things like sage tablets can help with uh, sweats and things like that. Um, I have got the um, various apps and things. So I did download Calm um, to help me get back to sleep. Unfortunately, I now don't use it because I ended up wanting to wake up to hear a story, which kind of defeated the point. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, different ways of and having a fan in my room, having the window open. I like to have a cold room that definitely has helped my sleep. So lots of different tips that I've had off other people by being open and honest about it um, mm. has helped. And I'm really keen for us as a business. We have a lot of women as members. We have a lot of women that work at WW that we should be able to talk about the menopause. If I am having a hot flush in a meeting, I should be able to say, and someone hopefully say, it's fine, Anna, it's not as obvious as you think it is. Or if I just don't feel like coming in one day because I'm all a bit mixed up in my head, I should be able to say, hey guys, I'm not coming in. I think it's to do with menopause, I'll be in tomorrow. We've got to talk more openly about it and, and support each other because then you can help overcome some of the challenges that come along with these um, with these things. So yeah, really, really passionate about being open about things like the menopause. Yeah, that's really good. I think it's something that I know I'm very open and honest with my two boys about, you know, everything that a girl's body will go through and, you know, a boy's body will go through. It seems crazy that um, it never really used to be talked about. It's really strange, isn't it? Um, it is strange to say now <laughs> I tell you what I think is a bit different though and and because you've got two boys Sam you may not realize this but when when girls go through having the period these days um we when I went through it and I'm nearly 50 uh, it was the most awful thing and how how could I yeah. tell anyone and oh my god I just it was awful now when it happens people like phone their friends hey I've got my period and friends are like, oh my God, that's so exciting. And there's, it's totally different. There's almost that like a celebration. Different. It's so cool. Lucky you, which is good, I think, because we they don't need to hide away from it. Yeah, I think exactly. I saw a TV ad for tampon or um, pads or something, but it was such a celebratory advert. At first I was like, what are we celebrating? And then there was a <laughs> womb on the telly and I was like, oh wow. Like it was really empowering to watch like as a female because like you said, Anna, I remember it being like really embarrassing and, you know, people not wanting to talk about it. And one of my friend's uh, mums is a teacher and she was saying they were trying to talk about it in schools. And nowadays, all the kids really want to learn about it. It's mm. not like, oh, we don't want to talk about it. It's weird. They they want to get all the information so they clearly can shout about it when it happens, <laughs> which I think, yeah, I think it's really powerful. And I, I talked to a couple of our coaches about the menopause where we were talking about what we could say as a business and it was really interesting to hear how everyone's again everyone's stories are different and how it affects women is very different so hopefully like you said all the functionalities on our app you know the sleep tracker the water tracker all those things will help along the way 
Definitely, because hydration absolutely helps. And, you know, when you were saying what are some of the things I've done since lockdown, as well as exercise, I drink. I've always drunk a lot of water, but I drink a lot more now. I track it because I love the little blue wave that grows on my <laughs> um, on my app. Um, and I definitely try and track my sleep as well because I perform better once I've had good sleep. It doesn't necessarily mean it gives you good sleep because you've got to find still the tools and techniques to get back to sleep. But I do keep an eye on my water and my sleep, my exercise, my food um, and and smiling. I genuinely think that if you smile more and particularly because we've got this weird thing called Zoom or Microsoft Teams where you end up looking at yourself far more than any of us want to or did yes. in the past. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I smile because if I smile, I feel happy. And genuinely, if you smile you kind of it's almost like you're forcing someone else to smile because it looks yeah. odd if they don't so I think just by trying to be light-hearted as much as possible smile be honest all of those things just help your overall health and well-being I'm, I'm convinced of it I think they're top tips for the rest of the year and uh you know the year ahead which we don't know you know how how that will look or we hope it'll look you know like a good picture for everybody um but i think that is yeah good top tips i think be kind to each other um you know because you don't know what's going on in someone else's life it takes nothing just to say something nice to someone whether it's at the checkout or whether it's you know wh wherever it might be and you feel good giving that kind of compliment and without a doubt they feel great receiving it so I think showing kindness um, in these uncertain times, looking after your health. Honestly, if people are going to get, you know, contract coronavirus or have friends or family that are, we all know that if you are healthy, you are in a much better position. So I think we as a brand, we're terribly, terribly important. And I would just encourage everyone to to think about their health and wellness and, and, and check us out because it's a... Um, it's it's a great program and, and the thing the one thing sorry I, i'm probably saying too much now but that is really important for me to get across is we're not about weird fads and we're not about taking supplements or having a specific shake or a we're literally you can live your life you can eat great food you can make good choices and you can maintain a healthy um body and mind it's just making those smart choices. You can still, it was my birthday this week. I sat and I had five or six chocolates last night. No worries at all. Because what it just means is today I won't have something else. Um, and it's just making, the, you know, substituting things out. But I'll still tonight, I think we've got on the menu, we're having salmon and veg tonight. Uh, so I'll still have that and loads and loads of water. Um, so yeah, it's just about making healthy choices. And I, and like that's a no-brainer to me yeah and and just to sort of reiterate what you say there because i think people can get hung up on the whole oh i'm counting points i'm counting points that's going to be so difficult all the smart points are there to do is to nudge you in the right direction so nudge you towards healthier eating which then sort of creates this pattern which you automatically sort of start to live because you start to realize oh okay i should eat that rather than that that will satisfy me more than that will which is higher in points so it's literally just a it's a it's a an education isn't it rather than uh, it is totally religiously counting points and all your zero points foods are there you don't need to count them they are healthy foods yes they are you know they have points attached 
or they used to have points attached to them, but now they are healthy foods with healthy fats. Um, they are there because they are healthy foods and you're not going to overeat them. Like I said earlier, uh, Sam, I totally agree with you. It's almost like it's this brilliant secret that we need to tell more people about because it's just a great way to live, to eat good food, to enjoy, you know, a healthy lifestyle, but to also, it helps you manage your your overall wellness and it's easy to follow. So uh, yeah, no, it's, for me it works. And I know for hundreds of thousands of other people it works and the app just enables it to be really easy to follow, which is great. There you go, everyone. You've heard it from Anna herself. <laughs> it's what we've all got to do. And I don't know about you, but I, even though we see you nearly every day, Anna, I feel like I've learned so much today talking to you one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one, and I think it would be great to have you back, you know, more regularly and, Maybe if our you know listeners can let us know what more they'd love to know from you, or maybe they've got feedback on how we can make things more accessible, more obvious to people on the app, and we can obviously feed that back to you. But it's been amazing having you as a guest, and thank you so much for opening up about everything. Thank you. Yes. Well, I can't thank you both enough. I've listened to your podcast, so it's a real privilege to be on it, <laughs> and uh, really happy to come back, and obviously to hear what our members have to say. I'm. I'm very, very keen to, to hear. So thanks, Sam and Lily. That was really fun. No worries. And happy birthday for the other day. Yeah. Feel bad oh, we didn't birthday. know, but I hope you had a good time. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll see everyone next week. See you later. Bye.